Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Alex, are you ready? I am ready. I love it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Alex Cole is a corporate consultant turned purposepreneur. She is a coach, an author, a podcaster, a personal development junkie, and a human design reader. I'm excited to have you back on the show, Alex. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Wow. Well, thank you so much for having me back, George. Um, It's a pleasure. And today I'm going to be talking about something slightly different from the last time. So I'll try to give a brief synopsis of how I ended up um, here doing what I do now. Um, So as you said, corporate consultant, um, I actually still have a business that helps large Fortune 500s better understand how to navigate this new world of um, consumers and talent. And through that work, I started to see how many people in this, my generation, right, quote unquote, the millennials, but let's say anyone between the ages of 20 and 45, um, how much they are looking for just a greater sense of meaning and purpose in their lives at a much younger age than prior generations. And that led me down this personal development path. And I decided to develop a set of tools to help um, individuals articulate and live out their purpose in a more structured way. So that's what I was on talking about last time. Um, I wrote a book in the meantime called The Purpose Playbook, which really lays out a roadmap on how to do this and how to design your life around what matters most. And along the way, I discovered this thing called human design, um, which I sometimes liken to a mix between the Enneagram and astrology. So it has a little bit of woo to it, but it's also incredibly practical in terms of the insights that you learn about yourself. And I found that this tool was an amazing complement to the purpose work that I was doing. And the premise of human design is that it really is a map, let's say, or a blueprint of your highest, most authentic self that has all of these different clues as to what your unique strengths are and how you've been designed to operate in the world. Uh, Because not everyone is designed to operate in the same way and to use their energy in the same way. And so I started um, training in becoming a human design reader. And now I have a kind of, I guess, multi-passionate career where I still work with these large corporates a few days a week and then spend the rest of my time working one-on-one with individuals, helping them kind of discover how they can be more of themselves and kind of let go of some of the conditioning and the shoulds that we've picked up on along the way nice well i, I think i think this is really exciting i i i i, I as, as we were talking before we started the show how how i discovered that that you had um gotten into this and and, and really immersed yourself was 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 pretty serendipitous um how how long have you been a practitioner and 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 a reader so I've been a practitioner for 
probably two or three years now. Um, And then I've been formally reading for people, though, for about a year, I would say. Nice. So what what is what would you say the 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 primary benefit to somebody to better understand their human design in understanding their human design? I would say one of the biggest benefits is that it, like I said earlier, it gives you permission to be more of the person you deep down know that you are. So human design, it's really an amalgamation of a number of different kind of ancient modalities. So it includes astrology, it includes the Kabbalah, it includes the chakra system, and it includes something called the the I Ching, which is a Chinese book of wisdom that is thousands of years old. And so your chart basically layers all of these different things on top of one another um, to create that, that blueprint that I was talking about. And it's based on your exact time, date, and place of birth. And so the idea is that that moment, right, um, that moment basically imprinted you with a set of energetics, the energies that were going on up in the sky astrologically, as well as what was going on even in the room at the most minute neutron level. And all of that comes together to kind of create this chart. And the chart holds so many insights into, again, your strengths, um, the areas where you are going to find more um, ease in life, right? The the areas that are going to come more easy to you that you might even be taking for granted right now. And then the areas where you might struggle a little bit more. And so what you get from this chart is just an enormous amount of self-awareness that can help you stop to, um, or stop meeting that resistance, right? Because I think a lot of the time when we're living out of alignment with our operating system, or when we're not um, highlighting or playing to our strengths, right? We just keep running into roadblocks and what those roadblocks are that can look different for for every different person, but you'll feel that sense of stuckness. You'll feel that sense of not being able to move. It's frustrating. Um, And ultimately human design can kind of help you understand why that is and help you start to um, design your life and the way that you use your energy because it all comes down to those energetics and and your career and your relationships in a way that sets you up to thrive nice so that that all sounds really good right and i i think that that referring to it as an operating system is is a pretty good way to be thinking about it and that 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 we all have this operating system that is really the way that 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 we want to live the 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 way that we want to work and the way that we want to contribute and human design is helping us to be aware of those things of how we're wired of what our operating system is and that can help us to pursue the kind of work and 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 go through our 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 daily life in a way that's going to be aligned to that Yes. And that's perfectly said. And the way I think about it really is like an operating system. And the goal 
is to have that operating system running as smoothly as possible, as efficiently as possible. And so it's about understanding how you can make that happen. And that's what the tool of human design can help you do. Yeah, I think that's great. So I, I guess, I, you know, as people are listening to this, I, I think that you said uh, it really well. It's sort of a balance between logic and then woo. Some people are going to be like, well, this is this is ridiculous. This is way too woo-woo. Um, but I came to it, not to talk too much about me, but I, I had a guest on the podcast a, a long time ago, and she was talking about how she had been playing small. And I thought to myself, well, maybe I've been playing small in certain aspects of my life. And so I just started to research and dig in and dig in. And I came across the secret, which we're all familiar with, that led me to manifestation. And then through studying manifestation is how I came upon human design. And I, I've just, I literally have just started learning about this, Alex. Um, and the hilarious or concerning thing for me is the way that my human design reads is the exact opposite of how I've been living my life for the first 41 years, whereas my design, it says that I'm supposed to be waiting to respond versus, <laughs> and, and, and literally my favorite saying has always been in life, you're the hammer or the anvil and I'm the hammer. So it's like I was doing the opposite and I thought to myself, okay, so if I've been doing the opposite of what my human design has been and I've been pretty successful, what could life look like if I was actually living my design? Yep. That's really interesting actually. And I think though, I mean, if you want to dig in a little bit to that responding piece, um, if you're open to that, because I think doing self-study with human design is really tricky uh, because it's a very complicated looking chart and there's lots of information about it online. And a lot of the information that came from kind of the original source is quite, I want to say fatalistic in a way. It's kind of negative. Let's put it that way. Um, and so part of what I love about kind of the way that I've been trained to read charts is that it is a lot more positive. So for instance, um, what George is talking about right now, there's five of these operating systems, so to speak, and we call them energy types. And each energy type just gives you information about how you are designed to exchange energy with the world, interact with the world around you and the people around you in the most, like I said, efficient way. And 70% of people are either generators or manifesting generators. And George is a generator. And this operating system, so to speak, um, is an operating system that a lot of our work culture is actually designed around. So generators and manifesting generators, I'll call them MGs for short, they are the type of people that can easily hustle for eight to 10 hours a day or more. They're kind of the people who can just execute, get things done, um, and they have a lot of energy and they have that energy consistently throughout the day. So the strategy for generators and every single one of these operating systems has kind of a recommended strategy. Like this is how you can best navigate the world basically is like George was saying to respond. And really what that means is that generators, because they have this level of energy and because they're oftentimes also good at a lot of different things, they're constantly attracting opportunities to them. 
Like that's just how they work. People see George and they're like, oh wow, he's can, he can do a lot of things. He's got a lot of energy. Let me invite him to like help me on this project or let me ask him to support me with this. So you're just constantly getting invitations or getting like opportunities thrown at you. And generators are here to create that energy by only doing the things that truly light them up. So their main kind of part of their body that they need to look to when they're making decisions of whether or not to go ahead with something is their sacral center, which is the center that sits right behind the belly button. And the language that this energy center speaks is excitement. That's why I like to think about it. So for generators to be operating most effectively, they should be responding to opportunities based on their excitement level. So when that fire in their belly starts to burn and when they are they feel really drawn to something and excited about something, those are the things that they should be saying a hell yes to. Now, the problem is that so many of us, and I'm a generator myself too, um, we get conditioned, um, so to speak, by the world around us. And we, as humans, want to do anything to be loved and to belong. So, you know, if we get a request from someone that we're not excited about, but we know that it would make a huge impact in their lives, or um, you know, we feel some sense of guilt or obligation. So we'll still say yes, even though internally it's kind of like a no. Um, that is where generators start to lose their luster. That is where they start to become less effective because they are filling their plate, so to speak, with all of these things that are medium level excitement, which means that their energy and their output is gonna be medium level too. And so when you talk about the strategy being to respond, it just means that you need to, um, when things come into your life, think about like, come back to that gut center and ask your gut, like, how excited am I about this? And then that response that should be the guide as to whether or not you should do something. So it's, it is a little bit different than what you were doing before as being a huge trailblazer, but it doesn't mean you can't initiate things. It just means you have to be smarter about what you initiate and when you initiate and that that should be led by the gut response. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And, and it's, and you can just tell me if I'm, if, if I'm off track that as long as I am, I'm moving in the direction of, 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 of really what I'm most excited about and I'm, I'm doing work that, that I, I do find to be and, and think of as my purpose and what I'm designed to do. As long as it's in service of that, then, then yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Although it really is that excitement level, because I think when you start to, um, overthink it right because if you have a specific purpose in mind that you quote unquote should be pursuing mm. that's when you might actually start to ignore that excitement level barometer let's say because you're like yes but this thing should be aligned with my purpose right um when in reality you should trust that that excitement level barometer is actually going to lead you to your purpose no matter what. So you don't need to force it or overthink it. Got it. And I think that we could obviously do a whole series of podcasts on this and perhaps we mm -hmm. will, Alex. Um, but for people who are listening, it, it seems, 
it strikes me as there's very little reason not to understand what one's design is if you are trying to live an optimized life and you're trying to live, lead a happy and content and energized life. Knowing it um, is certainly a value. Do you have a do you have advice on how people can can really just learn to fit it into their lives? Totally, and I I do think the first thing that I would recommend is that people look up their quote unquote energy type, which is that operating system I was talking about, because it starts it starts there, like honoring basically your your energy type and your operating system. So maybe is it helpful if I just give a super brief high level of what those other ones are, For sure. just so people can start to get a sense. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the generator and the manifesting generator, right? They have this consistent energy. They're meant to be led by their gut um, and what excites them. And the more they do what excites them, the more energy that they can create that spills over to other people around them. And their main kind of strategy, right, is to respond to opportunities based on that gut. Then you've got manifestors. um, And manifestors are they're kind of like the trailblazers. They are the visionaries. They're the initiators, basically. So, George, you are kind of living a little bit like a manifester is meant to live. Right. And manifestors are really here to create movements and to drive things forward. They're here to kind of start fires everywhere they go. Um, and for manifestors, the strategy is to inform because what happens is manifestors are kind of this like one track mind and they're meant to be paving their own path. Um, but that can be a little intimidating sometimes because they're going to rub some people the wrong way, right? They're just, just by nature of what they're meant to do. Um, they're going to rub people the wrong, wrong way. And so what you find is a lot of manifestors who, um, have kind of been conditioned to like you were talking about play small and ask for permission and kind of adapt and adjust to make other people feel more comfortable because if they were to be their kind of biggest, boldest, most authentic self, they may kind of ruffle people's feathers, let's say. But that's exactly what they're designed to do. So in reality, they should just be like paving their own way. And their strategy is to inform because the more that they can communicate what they're doing and why they're doing it, the easier it becomes for the people around them to understand where they're going and to support them so that they don't experience that friction as much. Um, so that's kind of the, the manifestor goal. And they're just here to like create things. Um, then you've got the projector and projectors have uh, a less consistent energy and manifestors do actually as well. Manifestors kind of work more in bursts. They are supposed to respond to urges. So whereas generators respond to that gut feeling, that excitement, a manifestor responds to an urge that comes out of nowhere that kind of just drops in of like, I think I want to go to the beach today, or I think I need to write a book. Like that's the type of thing that manifestors will just get out of nowhere. And they're meant to respond to that. Um, so back to projectors, projectors also have more inconsistent energy. So they are the type of people that can work very intensely and focused on something, on one thing for a few hours at a time. And then they really need to rest and reset because what their superpower is, is that projectors are here to guide us. They're the seers. They're the people that, um, always have that unique perspective 
And a lot of the times there are the people who can transform systems um, to be far more efficient. Um, they, they love systems and processes and understanding why, um, but they really do need that time to recharge and reset. Oftentimes they need that time to be alone um, so that they can do the seeing more effectively. Um, and they need to honor their honor energy more than anyone because, like I was saying, 70% of the world is a generator. And so we have eight-hour workdays as the norm. But for projectors, they're actually really meant to work only two or three hours a day. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that their output is any less. They just are more efficient with the time that they have. Um, and that's how they're meant to use their gifts. And for them, the strategy is to wait for an invitation because what happens is projectors are very good at seeing what is wrong in situation. They can kind of spot um, all the faults very easily. <laughs> and so projectors are oftentimes seen or can be seen as a little bit overcritical or a little bit of a know-it-all. And so for their message and their insight to land, they need to wait for the invitation, meaning they need to wait to be in a conversation with someone who is open and ready to hear what they have to say, because that's when they can have the greatest amount of impact. Um, so that's projectors. And then the very last one is reflectors. And reflectors make up only 1% of the population. They're extremely rare. And reflectors are here to really act as a mirror, like, it, like the name says, to the rest of us. Reflectors are incredibly empathetic. They're people who take on the weight of the world um, and they're very sensitive to their environment, to the people that they surround themselves with. Um, and they then reflect that back to them. So they can often be incredibly wise um, reflectors are here to live in the moment. They're not here to be put in a box. Um, they're not here to be labeled. They um, may take on the energies of the different energy types at some point throughout the month. So some reflectors might feel like they have a ton of energy one day, and then the next day they'll only have those two, three hours like a projector. Um, and they may feel like sometimes they get urges and then other times they experience that excitement. So, so they're a little bit of a, they're almost like a chameleon, right? They can play a lot of different roles, um, which can be quite challenging if you're not aware of your reflector energy. So um, reflectors are often people who need a little bit more encouragement in their lives. Um, and for them, the strategy is actually to wait a lunar cycle to wait a month before wow. doing anything because they're going to shape shift so much throughout that time um, that it's important for them to kind of find that equilibrium before they move forward with something. It's so interesting. Right? So you got to know. <clears throat> I love it. Well, Alex, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? I would say go find out your energy type. Myhumandesign.com is a good place to start. And then honor your energy. Like just for a week, honor it. Like if you're someone who's been living like a generator and you find out you're a projector, see if you can start to honor that idea of only working a few hours a day or really give yourself that rest on the weekend to fully unwind and don't put pressure on yourself to do, 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 because that is not how you've been designed to thrive and to be most efficient. 
So honor your energy type. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Alex, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and how can people engage with you? Awesome. Um, you can go to my website, alexandracole.com. Um, if you want to book a human design session, learn a little bit more, or you can find me on social media at Alexandra F. Cole. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Alex your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to alexandracole.com. Go to myhumandesign.com and figure out what your energy type is. And like Alex said, try to honor it for a week. And I can also uh, almost assure you that when you get your energy type, you're going to be confused by it. So I think that uh, having Alex do a reading for you would be of great value. So thanks again, Alex. Thanks so much for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.